You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning. Welcome to the program. It is October 12th, Tuesday. We're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us on Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion, and it's sure to jumpstart your day if you get into the Word first, and so that's what we do. We read a chapter of the Bible, ask God to speak to us through the chapter, and then I and a co-host come down to the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. With me today is Whitney Branham. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Pastor Dan? So who are you? Well, who are you and what do you do at East Coast? I am Whitney Branham. I lead. Good start. <laughs> yes. I lead our um, Vieira campus of our TNT, which is our youth ministry for middle and high schoolers. Cool. Uh, it's incredible. I also lead our production team here across the campuses, and I'm just honored to do it. I love this church, and I love serving here, and it's just, it's awesome. Great. I think we should stop paying her then. If she loves it so No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're glad to pay you, and you're a blessing, Whitney. Good Good on you and good for having you here, and thanks for those kind words. So tell the folks how to get involved in uh, Morning Breath. Absolutely. So we would love for you to join us in reading the chapter. Um, You can check out our um, schedule on the East Coast app or eccc.us. We also have info, events, past sermons on there. Um, You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or if you want, you can call us at our church offices. And the number for that is 321-452-1060. Or you can email us. Basically, you can get a hold of us however you want we want to get a hold of you smoke signals sometimes work if yes. nick is on his toes but not always does it work because nick's not always on his toes he's not always Ooh. looking at the horizon Ooh. but uh he's on his toes in here but not always on the roof looking for the smoke signals like he's supposed to but anyway we're working on that how you doing nick i'm doing well good to have you man thanks for what you do here yeah we appreciate you so we've got a bunch of announcements that we yeah. need to go through. I'll take the first one because it's a man thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Wolfpack <laughs> Backyard Games. So October 16th and 17th, it is a afternoon, overnight, and evening kind of camping fun thing for guys. And uh, it's just going to be a, a wonderful time. It's October 16th and 17th. If you want more information, go to eccc.us forward slash events, and you can find out all the information on the Wolfpack, and that's for men, anybody 16 or older. Great, uh, great event for the guys coming up. We'd love to have you there. I'll take the next one, too, because it's another man thing, almost. <laughs> it's a Cocoa Fall Classic Cruise-In. So at the Cocoa Campus, the same date, uh, October 16th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Is that correct? 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yes, sir. On the 16th? Wow. So is that a Friday or Saturday? You check that for me, Nick, while I'm talking. Because I thought our camp was Friday and Saturday and not like Saturday and Sunday. And so the 16th is a little little confusing to me. But anyway, we're having a cruise in, going to have classic cars, stuff like that there. That'll be a lot of fun. And then Whitney will take the next one. Yes, so next we are talking about our beach baptisms coming up. We're going to have them at Lori Wilson Park. This is for all of our East Coast family, whether you just join us on Morning Breath or at any of our campuses or online. Um, This is going to be October 24th, 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. We're going to be out there doing baptisms, having a little praise and worship. It's just going to be a great time with our East Coast family. 
Beach baptisms are the yes. bomb. They are so much fun. So fun. Then we have family fun night, which is October 29th, and that's where your kids, uh, instead of maybe getting involved in you know all the stuff that goes on on Halloween, can come down to the church, dress up in a kind, uh, just non-denomic, uh, non-denomination, no, non-demonic, <laughs> you know, not scary costumes, because we got a lot of little kids there. We want to make it a safe and great environment for the small children as well. But up to about 12-year-old uh, kids can come dress in costumes. We have tons of candy, fun games, all sorts of things for them to do. It'll be a great event to uh, to to do as a family. So we yeah. invite you out for that. We'd love to have you. I think that's it, huh? Other than, what's that last one say? It says, come to church. What a good encouragement. Come yes. to church. And people have been. They've been coming back more and more, and it's yes. just exciting to see what God's doing in, in the world today, especially as weird as the world is with all the all the COVID stuff and that's been going on, man. It's just great to see people uh, re-engaging and getting back in. Yeah. So we are actually going to read uh, the last words of David. And uh, I always think that's interesting um, because I, I've thought, now I'm older, so I've probably thought of this more than the two young people in the room because they're <laughs> just about the same age. How old are you, Whitney? I'm 22. 22. And so um, last words, what do you say to somebody the last thing you would say to somebody in your life and uh, I would think you know I know what my last words are going to be to my family I actually know right now um, I don't let the cat out of the bag because then kind of <laughs> takes the edge off of it when you're when you're saying them but um, they would probably be the most important things you could say sure to somebody yeah because this is your last chance yep last chance to speak to them and the last chance to express something super important and so you know of course i love you and all those things would be, probably be right up there on the top of the list and they would <clears throat> so whenever i read those types of things like even when jesus prayed in the, in the garden and talked to his disciples at that last supper setting last words of jesus in that respect very important and so that's what we're going to look at today as well as just a a lot of great stuff about david's mighty men and uh, so I'm going to read uh, verse through verse 19. Okay. And then you can take it through through the end. The rest of the verses are a lot shorter, but boy, there's a lot of pronunciation oh, in there. I Whitney. know, <clears throat> I know. I'm going to do my best, but you that's know. all you can do. That's <laughs> all we can ask of you. So I'm going to read New King James. Going to read New Living. Yes. Get me started. All right. I say to you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. Now these are the last words of David. Thus says. David, the son of Jesse, thus says a man raised up on high, the anointed of God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The spirit of the Lord spoke by me, and his word was on my tongue. The God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me, he who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. And he shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds, like tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining after the rain. Although my house is not so with God, yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered and secure in all things. For this is all my salvation and all my desire. Will he not make it increase? But the sons of rebellion shall all be as thorns thrust away, because they cannot be taken with hands. But the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the shaft of a spear, 
and they shall utterly be burned with fire in their place. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Joseph, Bathshebeth, the Tachamite, chief among the captains. He was called Odino, the Esnite, because he had killed 800 men at one time. And after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Ahoite, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle and the men of Israel had retreated. He arose and attacked the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand stuck to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day and the people returned after him only to plunder. And after him was Shema, the son of Agi, the Herorite. The Philistines had gathered together in a troop where there was a piece of ground full of lentils. So the people fled from the Philistines. But he stationed himself in the middle of the field, defended it, and killed the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. Then three of the thirty chief men went down at harvest time and came to David at the cave of Adullam. And the troop of Philistines encamped in the valley of Raphim. David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines then in Bethlehem. And David said with longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines, drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. And he said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is this not the blood of the men who went in jeopardy of their lives, therefore he would not drink it. These were done by the three mighty men. Now Abishah was the brother of Joab, the son of Zariah, was chief of another three. He lifted up his spear against three hundred men, killed them, and won a name among these three. Was he not the most honored of the three? Therefore he became their captain. However, he did not attain to the first three. There was also Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzeel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Another time, on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. Once armed only with a club, he killed a great Egyptian warrior who was armed with a spear. Benaniah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Deeds like these made Benaniah as famous as the three mighty warriors. He was more honored than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three. And David made him captain of his bodyguard. Other members of the thirty included Asahel, Joab's brother, Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shema from Herod, Elika from Herod, Helez from Palan, Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, Abizer from Anathoth, Sebekai from Hashah, Zalman from Ahoa, Maharai from Zetopath, Haled, son of Bena from Netopath, Ithai, son of Ribai from Gibeah, the land of Benjamin, Benaniah from Pirathon, Hurai from Nahale Gash, Ibit. Alban from Arabah, Asmaveth from Baharim, Elahabah from Shalavan, the sons of Jashen, Jonathan, son of Shadgi from Harar, Ihaim, son of Sharar from Harar, 
Ilaflet, son of Hasabai from Makkah, Elayim, son of Ithafel from Gilo, Hezros from Carmel, Parai from Arba, Igal, son of Nathan from Zabah, Bani from Gad, Zelek from Ammon, Nahari from Biroth, Joab's armor bearer, Ira from Jatir, Jareb from Jatir, Uriah the Hittite. There were 37 in all. Amen. Oh, Congratulations. Oh, my That's gosh. hard work. Whew. Yeah, you know, I used to just say the knee bones connected to the thigh bone, thigh bones. You know, it's, yeah. plus, it's hard. Seriously. Uh, hard words. I mean, well, I'll start there at the last one. Of course, verse 39 says Uriah the Hittite. Right. So what we learn about that, and it might not have been obvious when David was going through his really dark time of stealing uh, Uriah the Hittite's wife, Bathsheba, this is the Uriah whom he sent out to battle with Joab and had killed. And so he wasn't just some random dude that he stole his wife. He was one of his closest friends and closest uh you know, co-workers, so to speak. And again, that's how that kind of stuff usually happens. It doesn't happen with somebody you've never seen before, met before. It's usually somebody you have some sort of relationship with that, that things go south in those areas. But it's just sad to think that, you know, David's betrayal was to a close friend. And, you know, that all that kind of stuff makes it hurt worse. Even Jesus in the Psalms, it says he was betrayed in the house of his friends, and uh, you know, because Judas, one of the twelve, betrayed him, and so it's just that betrayal there, and and maybe something to note. The other thing I'll note before we go any further is Joab's not mentioned. His brother. It says such and such, you know, Joab's brother. Yep. But it doesn't mention Joab, and Joab was the head of his army and was a leader with David for a long, long period of time. But Joab was a wild Indian and did several things where he and his brother killed somebody uh, uh, that they weren't supposed to and then killed uh, David's son, Absalom, when he wasn't supposed to. And so he kind of got his name blotted out of the book here and wasn't mentioned as one of David's mighty men at, at the end of his life. But I also thought it was cool that David, at the end of his life, does not just say what he thinks important, I'll get this out, but he also talks about all the guys that helped him do what yep. he did because nobody does what they do alone. Yep. Uh, you can't do what God... No one will ever fulfill the call of God on their life alone. Um, you need people in your life to fulfill the call of God in your life. And there were times in David's life where these were the only men that were willing to stand with him and fight with him. And uh, they were the difference between being alone and forsaken and having somebody that believed in you and was willing to fight with you for what was right. And so I think it's cool that they get mentioned. Yeah. At this season of their life, too. What stood out to you in the chapter, uh, Whitney, when you read it? Yeah, I, I mean, kind of on the same note, but maybe from like a 
reverse perspective. I don't know if it's because I'm young, but I, I found it really interesting. Like, it seems abrupt when you're reading it. You know, we just go from David's last words to talking about his mightiest warriors. And it's kind of like, why? But you think about it and it really makes sense. You know, this is his legacy. Like, yeah. that is what we're talking about. And so um, that just really hit me. And like, you read about all of these different warriors, whether I can say their names or not, whatever. I Hey, I listened to them beforehand to try to like remember <laughs> But, you know, we, we did our best. But we we're reading about these men that killed like 800 enemy warriors in a single battle, 300 enemy That's warriors crazy. in a single battle, you know, in a pit with the lion on a snowy day and all this crazy wild stuff. And you think about like why, you know, and it all comes down to um, their their leader, like they are following David and they are in this group, the 30 and the three and all this stuff together. Um, and it just so matters who you are following and who mm, your leader is. Um, and that is just the main thing I thought about is, you know, it's really interesting, of course, studying David in the Bible. We get to see um, into his story a lot. Um, and something that, you know, I haven't looked at until I don't know, pretty recently. It's like you're a kid and you learn about David as like a king. And then um, you get a little bit older and maybe read the Psalms and you're like, oh, okay, he's like this really emotional guy. But then as you keep (laughs) studying, you see him as a leader and a warrior. Um, And it's just interesting to see the the leaders that he was able to groom up and able to create and see his legacy as a leader um, and like how do you get this? How do you get to the point of, um, you know, killing 800 enemy warriors or um, killing 300 enemy warriors or doing whatever you're trying to do in life? You have to pick a good leader and you have to stay true to them. But I think at the end of the day, like, yes, David was a good warrior, but why was he the one to follow? It's because he was following God. Like, that's what it is. And so um, he... Um, not much that he did was in his own strength. Like God blessed him. um, And so that's why he was the one to follow. And so um, I think all of this, I mean, it's just, it's, I love looking at his legacy and thinking about that for myself and for all of us, you know, whether you think you're following someone or not, like you are, I talk to the students about this all the time. Like they don't see it as like, oh, I'm following the trend or I'm following this bad person. But when you surround yourself with that kind of thing and that's what you're trying to be, that is you following them. And so that's why we've got to get in church. We've got to, um, you know, just find someone that is further along in life than us. That is where we want to be. um, And that's that's how we grow. That's how we improve. And God will speak to them and speak to to them for us. And so it's just, it's important and it's cool to look at. Well, you know, when you talk about that David did what he did in the strength of God, it's interesting. This this might be something people haven't seen if they're reading a bunch of other translations because the new living, I believe, is along this li- lines. Would you read the beginning of verse five from the new living and sure. just see how it how it's worded there? Is it not my family God has chosen? Okay, stop right there. Um, and most translations go with that, like, positive, and my house is like this. But the New King James and the Old King James both say, although my house is not so with God. Mm. What it does is it says, you know, this is a guy, David talks about it. He says, the word of God was in me. And then he says some things like this. He who rules over men must be just, 
ruling in the fear of God. And he shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises. That means kind of pure. A morning without clouds, like tender grass, springing out of the earth by clear shining after the rain. And the truth is, David couldn't actually claim that. He couldn't claim his family was really great. In fact, you know, Uriah, we talked about earlier, from the point of Uriah on, David's family was a big mess. And what I love about this is it actually, I believe the New King James and the King James is correct. He then says, after he says what what they need to be like, he then says, although my house is not so with God. And then he says, yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure, for this is all my salvation and my desire. Will he not make it increase? He gives all the glory to God. He, he says, it's not because I lived the perfect life. It's not because I made the, every perfect decision that I am, you know, the holy, pure, you know, grass, rain, cloudless day guy, because we know David wasn't. Right. In fact, he wasn't allowed to build a temple because he was a man of blood. He, uh, you know, murdered one of his best friends. He committed adultery with his best friend's wife. And, you know, we could go right down the line there. And so I love that he places the higher value on who God is and, and, and what God's like and what it means to have a covenant with the living God. And David, I, I've always said that David is the New Testament, Old Testament saint. He was the guy in the Old Testament that lived like a New Testament saint in the sense of he was always looking to the Messiah and looking to Jesus and believing it. And because of that, he, his salvation was secure, ordered in all things and secure. This is all my salvation and my desire, which is super encouraging to me because, uh, you know, uh, there are no pers- perfect people on right. the planet. There are no perfect leaders, no perfect followers, no perfect in-betweeners. There's no no perfect rebels and no perfect saints. It just doesn't work that way. What does work, though, is if you've got a heart for God and you just keep coming back to, I want to keep trying. I yes. want to keep going. I don't want to stop. I don't want to give up. Uh, I just think it's so powerful and so important to do that um, in in the situation, and so to me, it just I just wrote down "wow" next to it <laughs> because it just so speaks to who God is in our lives right now. Yeah, uh, He's the one who makes up the difference. I mean, we all want to do our best and sure. try hard, but that's not enough. Uh, we need God speaking. We need God doing. We need God building and God doing those types of things. And so I, th- I think that's maybe the strongest thing David is saying with his last words, um, you know, that, hey, yeah, I, I did a lot of things and there were some great things that happened in my lifetime. But the truth of the matter is, without God, nothing would have happened in yep. my life. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Here you go. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and I know I've done a whole sermon series. Mark Batterson wrote a great book on In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day, but that's not my favorite part in this whole chapter. My favorite part is uh, this guy Shema, who's the son of A.G., the Herorite. And it says the Philistines had gathered together into a troop where there was a piece of ground, this is a garden people, or a farm, full of lentils. Lentils are very small beans. So the people fled from the Philistines, but he alone 
stationed himself, stood in the middle of the field, and defended it and killed the Philistines. And so the Lord brought about a great victory. Now, it gives the Lord credit for it, but here's what I want to share with you. This guy, finally, here's what happened. They would grow stuff, they would raise cattle, they'd sheep, whatever they were doing, and then right when everything was ready, the Philistines would swoop in and steal all their stuff. And this guy finally got sick of it. He just said, you can't have my beans. <laughs> and he just said, that's it, man. He, he flipped, he wigged, however you want to say it, and said, enough is enough. And I just want to encourage you, I think everybody in this life's got to get there with where you're getting ripped off. Yes. Where you say enough is enough. What do you think about that, Whitney? Yeah, absolutely. And as it finishes, the Lord brought about a great victory. Yeah, if it. you can just stand your ground, the Lord will bring Ooh, about a great on. victory for you. Yeah, and it's it's you making a decision, a commitment to stand. Yep. Hey, God bless you guys. Thanks for being with me, Whitney. Yes, absolutely. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.